a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. To the Utah Puck Report. We had to take last week off. That was yep. my fault. It happens. It happens. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Jay Stevens. Glad to be here. With me is the other host. Gary Michaels. And then a uh, very special guest. You should be here more often. Hey, you're the in charge. That's right. He is. <laughs> That's why it's really? always I mean... such a circus. <laughs> you don't put me in charge of stuff. Yeah. I'm happy you, to come in whenever, but, you know. So, uh, Jared Youngman, what is your official title? Just the Vice President. Just that's the vice just the president. vice president. That's where it's at. That's a guy with aspirations. Right now, I'm just the vice president. But you just wait, because pretty soon I will be the president. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you hope. You've been the vice president for a long time. Uh, ten years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's awesome. Yeah. I have so many things I want to talk to you about because, uh, you know, since since we've started doing this show, and you're one of the first guests we had on, and we we talked about stuff, and we talked about your history, and. I wanted to tell your story, and then we talked about promotions and stuff that was that you had coming up last season. And then, you know, I post about the Grizzlies all the time because right. that's our hometown team. And then I post about, you know, I wrote, I wrote the story uh, about the AHL teams looking at Utah as a as a potential. Uh, you know, they wanted to they they looked at the Maverick Center and they looked at the Utah Grizzlies and they looked at our fan base. And they said, you know what, that's where we'd like to put a club. And that wasn't just one NHL team. There were multiple NHL teams that say that. And the thing that surprised me, and the reason I wanted to have you back, and, and I, I know that you have to be politically correct with a lot of your answers. <laughs> and I know. And oh, that's good. Thank I, you. Yeah, I already know that part. And I know that maybe we can't get uh, the 100% answers to the questions I'm going to ask. And. Uh, but what I the thing that's been surprising me is the almost the counterculture. It's almost like there's some pushback, and I think maybe a lot of misperception on people's parts because I posted it. I'm like, hey, and I had some pretty good insider information, and you call me and you're like, all right, so I obviously caused problems for you by writing that article, but I had you know I had just set the bench for the Vancouver Canucks. And I had an amazing conversation with Vancouver, who enlightened me to just how many people were looking at this market. Yeah. And so the response I got from the article, the article was huge. It did really well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it made it so KSL was like, hey, people are reading hockey articles. Do more of them. Right. Which is a blessing and a curse, because that means I have to figure out more articles. There, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. And as we all know, I'm not actually a journalist. 
So uh, it's one of your fourteen jobs, right? One my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of my fourteen jobs. It's lower on the totem <laughs> yeah. pole. And, it's uh, one of the fourteen of the. 14. It's the if you went back and talked to like because I took creative writing. If you went back and told these people at Murray High or at Shattuck when I took these classes and said, "Hey, he's writing articles for newspapers," they'd be like, "No, yeah. not <laughs> Jay Stevens." Like barely passed the class. Like we had to give him, ex- you know. So anyway, the feedback I got—that's the whole thing I'm getting to here. The feedback I got on the articles was. Uh, Elmore suck. Elmore's are, Elmore's are ruining the market. Yeah. Grizzlies are ruining the market. Yeah. Uh, and they're still mad at Larry H. Miller. Yeah. And so I, I was just – I was a bit taken back by that. And then there were some people that maybe don't quite understand – well, the whole thing they don't understand. But then there are people that are like, the Grizzlies – are good at the ECHL, but they'll never compete at the AHL. And I'm like, no, it, it, they bring in the AHL that, talent. Like if Vancouver came or San right. So, and I'll just, I'm just going to throw out a couple names that I know had been looking, and you don't have to agree or disagree because I know. Okay. But I know that, well, I know that Vancouver looked because they flat out told me okay. that this was one of the markets they're interested in. We know that uh, the owner of the Vegas Knights, well, all of a sudden forgetting his name, um, Anyway, he, he mentioned right away when they brought the Knights in that he was interested in Salt Lake as a market. And we know that possibly the San Jose Sharks, I don't know that 100%, but I know that they were, uh, I, I know that they were looking to possibly move their, their farm club out of their same building, and now they have another building. I also know that Calgary, Calgary, however you want to say it. The Flames? The Flames. <laughs> but what a great fit. We have such a history with the Flames. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so that's three. I'm forgetting somebody. Somebody else. Well, no, that's it, right? Vancouver, San, San Jose, uh, and Calgary. Vegas. And Vegas. Yeah, so four. Um, am I leaving anybody out? Any insider information? No, I think you're pretty good. <laughs> okay. Accurate. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, maybe there's one more. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you're just teasing me now. You know? All right, so we, I do the article, and the information I have is, you know, I go out, I do the research, and I actually make sure that everything I say is as accurate as it can be. Right. And now maybe, and there's a couple times that things have been edited after I turn them in because I know the difference between where the Vegas Knights were putting people now compared to where they were putting people in the beginning. Right. And at one point they changed. So just so people know, after I after I turn the article in. There are two different editors that look at it, and then they just publish it. They don't send it back to me. They just publish it How after they change it. And in one of the articles, I was talking about juniors, and I used the term juniors like four times in a sentence. So they changed juniors to Little League. <laughs> and I was like, whoops. Okay, that wreck hockey? So then I start – I immediately start – yeah. Totally. I start getting uh, – I start getting – like I didn't even know the article had been published yet, and I start getting angry texts from people like, it's not Little League, it's juniors, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know. What are you even talking about? And then I read the article, and I immediately text the editor, and she's like, I'll fix it right now. So she fixed it. That's great. And it was just one of those things where they're like, you know, I'm not the most creative writer, so sometimes I'll use the same term too often. Right. And then they change my words. But the so, term you use is correct. Yeah. I mean, they could right. call it peewees, beer league. I mean, Right, but when you're knows, talking right? juniors, you're talking ju- major junior or junior A hockey, and that's what I was talking about. I was talking, and I think it was about Daniel Brickley or whatever. So anyway, um, when I go out and I do these articles, I try to make them as accurate and as informational as possible. And then the feedback that we get is uh, it's it's just shocking to me. Is it shocking to you? Yeah, it can be. 
there's uh, a lot of fans, hockey fans, that have, you know, and, and they're, what they want to say is good. I mean, we all have our opinions and yeah. everything. Um, there's a lot of times that I want to respond. Yeah. And I can't. Right. Um, you know, trying to be politically correct on certain things and, you know, end of the day, you know, anybody that wants to badmouth the Elmores has no clue what they're talking about. Right. Because without the Elmores, mm-hmm. we would not have hockey no. in Utah. And that's no. and that's something people have to understand. And and I maybe got into it a little bit with uh with somebody that posted on I think it was on one of your on a Grizzlies post, somebody posted something else. Uh, or, or was it one of my posts? No, we well, so big hockey guy, Mark Woodmancy. Oh, uh, that's right. what it was, yeah. right. And, um, so, and so former, he, former DJ. Former yep. DJ, yep, yep. you know, Woody, you know, Woody used to work for the Grizzlies. Yep. You know, Mark put a post on there that, you know, one of our, you know, weekday games, the crowd wasn't very big. He made a, you know, he made a comment and, you know, his comment's correct. There's not a lot of people on the building on a Wednesday night. Right. You know, and so... Uh, somebody within the staff uh, ended up blocking him, so he put a thing in there about you know way to block, and you know that's one I did respond back on. And I said you know it said hey you know back in the day, oh Tim Mauser would have called that dress like a seat night, <laughs> right, 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 you know. <laughs> and, and so I was able to get a little bit of dialogue going, and obviously there's some fans such as yourself um, and some other guys that you know they'll kind of come back and hit it. And obviously what did take place with the blocking should not have happened. You know I had a conversation with Mark and said hey. You know, I'm sorry, you know, for what that is, and and you know, and he, I mean, he's he's a passionate hockey guy, and, right. and I think all of us, I mean, yeah. everyone wants to hockey. We want to have the best level of hockey in the city of Utah that we can. You know, if the NHL say, hey, we're going to come here, we'd all be ecstatic about it. You know, if the AHL comes back, we're all going to be ecstatic about it. But right now, we have the the league we do. Um, you know, and for me, I was here when the ECHL came in, and I'm still here now. And I can tell you, there's a huge difference in play oh, b- with what with what's yeah. there. And some of these guys that are responding may not have come out a whole lot, so they don't know. Right? They're just going to go back to what they heard, you know. And there's some guys that made comments that you know the outliers would would take care of the Grizzlies, which you know. Right. And so come and, on. And my re- <laughs> my re- yeah my reply to that was, um, and again, I love I love the outliers. I love the Ogden Mustangs. I love. The WSHL for what it is, mm-hmm. it's a it's a you pay and you play hockey, and it's and it's you call it a junior league or pee wee so, league, so yeah, league <laughs> so you something. wouldn't call it little league, <laughs> <laughs> right, right? In my in my day, that would be junior B or junior C, right? It's not right. junior A, but now they have three tiers of junior A, so that's junior A tier three, and I believe there's there's more coming, but what they're doing right is they they have a fan base and that fan base comes to all the games and they're moving they're you know they're hoping to move to the next section my other argument on that post was okay it's easy to say well i'm just going to sit back and wait i'm right. not coming to the east coast league i'm going to wait till they go to the ahl so basically they're saying well if you build it they will come correct right yeah. to use the movie phrase but that's easy to do with somebody else's money and that was my argument. Mm-hmm. Like, the Colorado Eagles started in the CHL, right? Correct. So they were below. They were like A minus, right? So if if the Grizzlies are are double A and the Eagles are triple A now, then they were A ish, and the fans came. Correct. And then they moved up to the ECHL, 
and the fans came and they sell the building out and and the fans are rabid about the Colorado Eagles to the point where their WSHL team is the Colorado Eagles also right. the juniors and the fans are going there too so my argument is and my and and exactly what I said to the guy and I hope I wasn't I didn't want to belittle anybody or even I, I when I my wife read the post she says well that kind of belittles the Grizzlies a little bit too because I said we're seeding this flower Right, and I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep watching the Grizzlies because, man, it's amazing. And when you have some of the guys come through here, for any fan that comes through and says, "Oh, well," uh, you know, some of the old timers that that say, "I'm not going because it's not like what the Eagles used to be." That's a bunch of crap. Because if you watch in the last few years, the talent level that's come through here and the guys that have gone to the AHL, and as a goaltending, like I love watching goalies. (laughs) And how I I have the coolest. hobby job in the world you talk about my 14 jobs my one of my favorite ones is being the e-bug for the grizzlies because i get to come out and skate with these guys and the talent level is phenomenal like i'm not stopping pucks anymore the guys hit me if they want to make me feel good otherwise i just put it (laughs) in the back of the net that's a good way to put it yeah to get out to get out there and skate with a guy like hunter miska or to spend weeks as uh aaron dell's backup Mm -hmm. and to watch these guys that you know are like, they have that X factor. And Aaron Dell was undrafted and, man, barely recruited in college. Like, the fact that he got to North Dakota and he had an okay season at, or okay years at North right. Dakota, he wasn't like you, you get Jordan Parisian here that was a standout, set all kinds of NCAA and all kinds of North Dakota records. And then he starts in the CHL right. playing for, uh, well, Kevin Cauley, right? Yeah. So he was, he, he spends his time in the CHL as goalie of the year, comes to the ECHL, does not spend very long with Utah. No. But I got to work out with him. When I got to see uh, – maybe I wasn't working out. I, I got to be you on gotta, the ice. You got to watch him take <laughs> yeah. care of business. I got, I, I, I got to watch his work ethic, and I got to watch his determination as he came here. And the other goalie at the time was Bobkoff. Mm-hmm. What a weird dude, by the way. Yeah. Such a weirdo. Still playing. Love the guy to death. But, man, when I came in one day, I'm like, Where? I can't find my mask or my glove. And then I, I'm like, is somebody playing a joke on me? And then I look out, and Bob Cuff's on the ice already, and he's got my stuff on. <laughs> like, who does that for a goalie? He must have liked it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be – I would not put my hand in any other goalie's glove. He heard you did well that one, you know, Star Wars night. Right. Years before. <laughs> right. So well, he, was, he was all over it. I'm a, I'm a bit of a legend. <laughs> <laughs> in your own head, yes, you are. <laughs> I'm sure all the other goalies that come in are like, hey, I can't wait to see that e-bug guy. Yeah. But anyway, well, I do have nice gear, though. So well, yeah, I mean, but you're I, also a rep, right? So I mean, you're, yeah, I was you're a rep. Another, one, yeah. another <laughs> one of your many jobs, exactly. <laughs> so I find it's easier to go work for a company than to buy stuff from a company. Right. It's way cheaper on a firefighter side. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. So anyway, which is why I work here for free concert tickets, of course. So I'm willing to put in 30 hours a week so I can go to concerts. Can you for give free. me some? Because I need some. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not <laughs> getting them here anymore. But I, I remember I put on my mask and it's all crooked. Like Bob Coffin adjusted it all weird to his weird Russian head. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it was so weird. Anyway, so um, I just have this unique opportunity to see these guys in the talent level that the Grizzlies have. And, um, I mean, and like I said on that post, you're dealing with guys that have played Junior A or have played Major Juniors and then played NCAA. And maybe they weren't the top 3 guys on the team cuz let's say that they played like i know you have guys right now from the university of notre dame and the top guy from notre dame goes to the nhl and the second guy from the notre dame goes to ahl the third best player on that ncaa team is in the east coast league mm-hmm. and you could say that across 
the WHL, NCAA. Yeah. That's where those players are coming from. They're the third or fourth best guy on that team. Yep. And so for guys to sit back and say, no, I don't want to watch that. Why on earth would you not want yeah. to watch that? Uh, don't you just come support your team no matter what? I mean, right? And then whatever level. Right. And that's the hope. I mean, it's, it's that situation yeah. to be like, hey, look, you're coming. You know, we're, we're hockey. You know, we're hockey fans. You know, and I'm not saying everybody's got to be a season ticket holder and you have to come watch them 36 nights out of the year. I mean, it'd be great. I mean, our job would be easy if we said, hey, everybody's going to buy them. But we get that everybody's busy. And Gary, you got kids that are playing. You, you yeah. can't come to every game. You've got kids that are traveling now and playing house rec games. And, you know, and so to me, it's just, hey, come and support. You know, come and see because you might see one time, you know, one game, and we do really, really well. And some, one night we might not do well. Yeah. But the more you come, the more you see it, yeah. I think the better off you are. I mean, it's it's the memories that we're creating with stuff. I mean, Gary, you put a post on Facebook. Was it last week about, you know, was it last year? That, yeah. You know? that, uh, my little Finn, you know, he's nine years old, and he last year played in intermission. They're doing right. it this Friday night, too, right. again. Scored a goal. Right. It just – I mean, and the kids both of my that. kids have done that, yeah. right? Like mul- multiple times, right. and it's amazing. It's just so much fun. But it's the experiences and the fun things that exactly. you can kind of look back and say that's that's where it's. At. And I think that's sometimes too where it's tough that you know the guys that love the Golden Eagles, what were they doing back then? You know, were they probably single, hanging out with those players? Mm-hmm. They were heavily involved in that sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, now the players' ages all kind of say the same every year. Yeah, but we all we, we, all, all, we, we all get older, and so it's like <laughs> we a we age out of the fact of hey, we're going to go hang out with the players or be more involved that way. There, it's the thing I love about them high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> I get older, they just stay the same age. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. But yeah, same thing, right? It's so, um, and, and that's a great point. The irony of it is, is so as you do get the family. So I grew up going to every game, and I'd have to go to Harmon's and get the five dollar ticket. And and whatever, and right. uh, I hadn't found a way to work for the Grizzlies yet, so I couldn't, you know, get the free <laughs> tickets. But I would I would go. That was my date night too, yeah. forever. And then you know I get married. I swear, and I, I guarantee you one of our first dates was a Grizzlies game. Yeah, I get married and I have kids, and my kids start playing hockey. And then you know why? The only reason I miss Grizzlies games, be, the only reason I don't go to Grizzlies games those nights is because my son either has a practice or he has a game. Oh, yeah. So the irony is, is yeah, as these guys grow up, the hockey pulls you away from the other hockey. You know, that, that's yeah. it's funny because I'm not thinking about that now. And I, I had I had two best friends I lived with, and one ended up selling for the Grizzlies for quite a few years. And, but we would go every every game. You know, we'd go, we'd go up, eat up at the restaurant, and then go check out the game. And even when he didn't work there, you know, then the family begins. And yeah. like you said, you know, things kind of change a little bit. Yeah. But team's still there. Team's still there. Great team's entertainment, still right? Yeah, and that's I think that's the kicker is it's, you know it's it's there for all of us to, to go out and enjoy it mm-hmm. and to come and support it. You know I you know back when the you know Vegas came into play and they are talking AHL and you know I had a guy that on Facebook posted oh HL I'm buying season tickets you know so I called a guy I knew him pretty well and I said hey why don't you support what you have now yeah. you know to go there I mean going back to to, to Elmore's he wants the best level of hockey. But he's a business guy. I mean, you know, if you think about it, the NHL was talking American Hockey League 25 years ago or 20 years ago, right? Dave's the first one. He was the pioneer in bringing the American Hockey League west. Unfortunately, 
Nobody else. Nobody else stuff. followed it. That's what Tim Mauser was telling us. He said, "Hey, yeah. when we came in here, and we were, you know, we brought the Denver team here to Utah in the IHL, right? And then we made the jump to the AHL, and they said, hey, the AHL is coming west. All the NHL teams are going to come out here.' And this, so the idea was there 20 years ago. Yeah. And the Elmores, you know, what can you tell us what the difference is on? Like, give us some of the cost differences on running an AHL team as far as travel and as far as what you have to pay. Like, do you, do you know these things? Like salary? Uh, I don't. I don't have. I mean, salary wise, there's going to be a big difference, right? Well, I yeah. mean, our our salary in this league, the Tim Branham has about twelve thousand, I think about twelve five a week that he's going to split amongst all the players. Yeah. Compared to in the American Hockey League, you're going to be salaried, you know, anywhere fifty to. Hundred thousand dollars, probably. There, I mean, your affiliation agreements probably going to be a little bit higher in the American Hockey League than it would be in the ECHL. Um, you know, your travel expenses. You know, now they're less. Now they would be well travel. But- now, now here's the thing: when we first, you know, in the A, yeah, our closest team was San Antonio, Texas, Houston, yeah. Texas, yeah, which is still a flight. Oh yeah, we we're flying everywhere in the A. When we first joined the ECHL, everything was pretty much bus. We were busing to Colorado, busing to Phoenix, you know, busing to Idaho. Five teams in California. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when the Eagles, when the CHL merged with the ECHL, now we're busing to Colorado. Yep. You know, well, now your Colorado, te- your California teams have gone to the A, you know. Colorado's all, in the Colorado's A. in the A. All you have left is Idaho. So now we're busing to Idaho. And flying and everywhere, fly everywhere else. else. So, yeah. so your travel expenses have, have kind of gone up a little bit more um, because we are flying, you know, more places. Yeah. Um, but so you've got that that comes into it. I mean, you know, having the the piece of paper of where you play is going to be more expensive in the A than it is in the E. Right. Um, you know, but I mean, I think if you look at it with, with Mister Elmore, I mean, he's trying to find what's what works best for him. I mean, again, he's a business guy. He is a hockey guy. And I look at it and it's stuff because, you know, in this town, you've got the basketball team yeah. and the owners are local. The baseball team, the owners are local. Right. You know, and Dave Elmore, I can tell you, Dave Elmore cares about this team. He does. You know, he's on the phone weekly, sometimes two or three times a week, talking about what's going on with you know, those of us that are here in Utah. He's, yeah, he's not traveling in, and, and he's not at the games all the time, but he still cares. Right. You know, I mean, I look at it. You know, I was with the team. I left for a couple of years. If Dave didn't care, why would he wanted me to come back? Yeah. If he thought I right. was, you know, an asset to the team, why would he want me to come back if he really didn't care? He does care. He just isn't the – he's not present. But for him, does he need to be present? I mean, if, if you've got myself, you know, Joe Roberts, Kevin Bruder, we're here to kind of help make things happen. He doesn't have to be present. But the fans need to realize that Dave does care. Even when he was losing all those money all those years, he still cared. But he's a business guy. He had to find something out. Right. You know, now. And that makes sense. And, and yeah, we can't. Totally. I, and I don't know. I honestly don't know 100% of what happened in, with Larry H. Miller. In the, at, we got a little bit of it from Tim Mauser. And we got a little bit more uh, with Brian Pataffi kind of told us right. his parts of it. And, uh, like, I don't know. And that's that's history. Whatever happened then happened. And it sucked to not have hockey here. Well, it sucked. It, and, and, I would, and I would agree, right? At the time, I wasn't way into hockey then. You know, when I first started looking at it, I didn't. 
I thought, oh, maybe Lettery owned him for a year. Maybe owned him for two years. And I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Lettery owned the team for five years. Yeah. I mean, if you own a team for five years, you're probably trying something. Right. But again, is it the fan base? I mean, I, you know, I've got in my office attendance numbers for every year in the Golden Eagles, and I have every year for the Utah Grizzlies. I, I know where we sit compared to last, you know, those years. All right. And there's sometimes we're up, sometimes we're a little bit down, and, and it could be for whatever reasons they are. But we're not as bad as people really think they are. Okay, so dispel some of that for us. What is it like in the 80s? Give us some average attendances that you that you saw on there. Well, now you have to ask me. Now I got to think about that. Let's just ballpark. You should have told I mean, me. I would have brought. I could have taken I know, I know. the piece of paper down and brought it with. Me. But you, you have a ballpark idea. Yeah. No. I, I mean, you're probably looking six, seven thousand, maybe at times, five thousands yeah. at times. And that's a yearly average. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and right now, I mean, we're averaging you know around that five thousand mark. Yeah. You know now again going back to Mark Woodmancy's comment about you Wednesday know, night cricket, right? Cricket. Hey, yeah, we're going to be lower on a Wednesday night. Yeah, but absolutely. you know, this Saturday night we've got military night. We're going to probably have eight, nine thousand people in the building. Oh. And, and those weekends make that difference to those weekday games. But the, I mean, the attendance was there. And now, yeah, you go back to okay, what was around back when the Golden Eagles were here? Basketball wasn't what it is now. Right. Did you have all the ski hills back then? No. Was high school sports what it is now? Oh, that definitely was. You didn't have yeah. MLS. You didn't have, you know, I mean, there's a, life has changed. I mean, you go back to it, you know, people with kids, yeah. you know, all those guys back then that were probably single or newly married. Well, now we have kids, you know, now what are we doing? I yeah. mean, I'm telling you, you're probably the same. Well, I know Gary is the same, but, you know, he and I both have kids that are playing in a tournament this week. This weekend, yep. right? I mean, I've got my daughter and my son, so I've got a daughter in Provo playing tournament. I've got my son in Salt Lake playing a tournament, and oh, by the way, I have three Grizzlies hockey games I got to figure out. <laughs> yeah. So, so everything is so busy, right? That that life does change, and I think sometimes we lose the perspective of what happened then, what's going on now, and then you know how do we keep the support? I mean, I've got guys that. You know, hey, they're going to support the team as long as I am there. Hey, and I appreciate that. And I get that they want the American. I would love to have the American Hockey League. Yeah, we all would. I mean, honestly, I'd love to have an NHL team here. Yeah. But I know that's not realistic right right now. I mean, I look at it. If the American Hockey League comes in, you know, is there, you know, where the affiliation, do I still have a job with the American Hockey League team? I don't know. I mean, if you want, I mean, just go to a couple of our kids' games and then go see the Grizz, man. It's just. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, those guys yeah. are good. Yeah, well, and, and it's you know, and for us, it's getting the players out to, to the practices and and, and getting that, them involved. Yeah, we talked last year about that, and it's that's awesome. I mean, yeah. the, you know, when those players come out, and they came to a couple of my kids to practices, and they loved it. Yeah. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Well, and that's one of the other things that comes up on these posts is they say, oh, well, the Eagles used to really – and I'm not trying to bash anybody that's making these posts. I'm just trying to educate everybody or at least give my opinion on it is that 
everybody says, oh, well, the, the Golden Eagles used to go out and they used to do this and that and this. And I'm like, the Grizzlies do all of that. Right. The, the Grizzlies are in the elementaries every day. And, again, I'm in the, I, when I'm in the locker room, you see it. They're like, hey, all right, these guys are going after practice today. These guys are going to this elementary. And these guys are going to this night skate. And the guys and are enthusiastic about it. They enjoy right. it. They go out. The kids enjoy the interaction. And you were talking about, like, your kids, Gary, mm-hmm. thought it was the, amazing to have a Grizzly on the ice with them. Absolutely. And then they go into the next game, and this is this is where it ties in, right? Is they go to the next game, and they're looking, hey, it was number 18 that was on the ice with me the other day. Where's number 18? Oh, there right. he is. He's awesome or whatever. Right. Oh, look, he just got in a fight and got a goal. <laughs> and that's the tie-in. That's how – so I got into hockey because uh, – a guy, the Eagles went to an elementary and hooked a guy that I ended up living by, right? The, the Eagles go to an elementary and they do a thing where Jeremy Miller and Bill Miller at the time become hockey fans. Right. And then in, I don't know, eighth grade, ninth grade or whatever, they had a half pipe in their backyard and I'd always go over there and skateboard. And then they'd want to play shinny hockey after we'd skateboard. And then the next thing I know, I'm playing for Murray High. <laughs> and that's all from somebody going to the – so the Grizzlies are doing the exact same thing the Eagles did to seed the market. Mm-hmm. They're probably doing a lot more. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and it may be – we're doing a lot. Yeah. We may not be promoting it and pushing it out. Hey, this is where we are every day of the week. Um, but, we're. I mean, we're out there. I mean, it's – you know, this week the players have been all sorts of places. I mean, there's things that – I mean, Tim Brandon himself, he'll set up player visits – to Ronald McDonald House oh. without even going really through the team. He's just, hey, it's important to him as the head coach. So he'll get the players and go do stuff, and there's times that we're going to push it out, and sometimes we don't. But it, that's where that hook all starts. Yeah, I thought it was cool because uh, with with the Arrow and with KSL, we do uh, we do the Ronald McDonald House too. Right. And we go and we do a week where we broadcast live. And I was there, and uh, I'm talking to some of the – somebody there was from – I want to say Calgary or somewhere. There were hockey fans that were there, and their kid was getting special treatment here at the U, maybe even at the Burn Burn unit. And we were talking to them, and I'm like, hey, you know what? This family is a hockey family. I'm getting you guys hockey tickets. And they're like, oh, we got them. Ronald McDonald House took care of us already. The Grizzlies are in here, and they, you know, Ronald McDonald House thinks the world of the Grizzlies. And I'm like, oh, that's all I got. Yeah. I don't have any other freebies. You guys want to want to arrow cup? There's <laughs> <laughs> your chip flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my ace in the hole is to give people's Grizzlies tickets and then you know, or a, or an arrow T-shirt. Right. That's all we have, really. That's, yeah, so anyway, that's all we, got. we. I, I just I want to emphasize that you guys are doing all all the grassroots marketing. That I mean, and then you have meetings where so you and I brought. I remember I called the Grizzlies one day, and I'm like, I want to do Guns and Hoses yeah. here. And at first they were like, what are you even talking about? And we sat down, and I said, I, I, want, a, I want a firefighter, a police officer. Right. Game. And they, at first it was – who was the GM then? Um, was it McBurney? Before McBurney. Yeah. It might have been Jerry McBurney. Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, he's like, I'm not sure you're going to have enough police officers and firefighters right. that play the game. So then I had to go out and find police officers and firefighters. But it's you and I, day one, sat down and planned that out. Right. And we go through and we have to kind of fill it out because it's not the same as the NHL. No. Because, you know, they've been doing them in New York and in Chicago and Boston and where they have tons of guys. That, I mean, you go play those teams and they've got – most of the roster have it, has NHL games. Right. So you and I mapped this whole thing out. 
and it's successful. It's it does well. And about uh, at the five year mark, I can't remember if it's you call me or somebody from the ECHL calls because we started it in the A, and then I, I get a phone call from the East Coast League, and they're like, "Hey, we want to talk to you about how you guys do guns and hoses, mm-hmm. and we want to talk to you about how that's that's how did you guys make it so successful?" And I know I'm not just tooting our own horn. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, let's talk about toot our horn. Let's toot it. Because we're, pre- I mean, we're, we're pretty neat that we that we did that. No, I'm just kidding. So it's a, it's an awesome thing that we did. And the ECHL is like, hey, this market did this and it works and it's awesome. And I know that the Utah Grizzlies go to these same meetings and they say, well, this market's doing this. This market's doing Correct. this. Let's bring the most creative and the most fun and let's make this and let's keep our ticket prices similar. And and so there's when, when people say, well, the Grizzlies don't do this, or the Grizzlies need to do this. It's been thought of. Oh, yeah. And most times that people post things, it's already been done or is being done. Right. And they just aren't well, maybe and, not and paying attention. Well, I'll go here. I mean, there's things that we may not be doing, right? I got an, I got an email from a lady um, talking about doing an autism night. Yeah. That was me too. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, come in. So she came in, and I said, here's where it's at. And, and we need people – you know, we can do so much of it, but we need people from the outside yeah. to, you know, for her, she has a son that, that is autistic, just got diagnosed. And I'm like, yep. hey, we can do an autism night. This is what we're looking at doing. So she's kind of now that champion on the outside trying to help this autism night be big. You know, Saturday night, we're doing our military night. We've always done a military night. Well, a couple years ago, we had guys on the military, in the military, that saw what we we're doing guns and hoses wise, which again started 20 plus years ago, yeah. and said, can we do that? And it was like, yeah. yeah. So this Saturday, we're going to have in the afternoon two teams or two games in the afternoon before our game at night. And it's taken after the guns and hoses. But we do. As teams, we talk over, okay, what are you doing great? What are we doing great? I mean, I can tell you for us, again, tooting our horn, everybody, we get calls all over the place. I get calls from teams. How do you make it? Well, we make the players sell tickets. Yeah. And they're like – The guys put in a lot of work. We can't do that. We, and I'm like, well, that's – you want to make it successful. That's where you get – you know, I mean, we've got a staff of five or six. But for one night, our staff becomes 60 to 70 guys uh, that are pushing minimum 30 tickets. When we started, it was minimum 10. Minimum 10. And we just – you know, uh, we've, we've kept it at 30. 30 is kind of that. But even 30 is a lot of tickets for a guy to sell. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It's fifteen people right. that's going to bring a, a date or you know and somebody with them, and it's cool. And it's I mean you've got well, five fi- kids. You, yeah, like you, you've got fifteen jobs, so you have one person <laughs> right. from each job buy a ticket, and you you're know two it. tickets, you're good to go. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> so and all right, so and, and I, I want to touch on this too because I then I bring you the epilepsy night. Yeah, epilepsy night started a couple years ago, and then I started getting the weird um, challenges on epilepsy night because they're like, hey, you know, as as a complication of epilepsy, the flashing lights. You gotta stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about that. Well, and, and we don't. I mean, autism is the same way. Yeah. It's those, right, right. those flashing lights. And those are things that's like, okay, note to self, next year we gotta, you know, turn no flashing lights yep. or no strobe lights or whatever. Yeah. You know, turn the music down a little bit to make it work. But it's giving all, I mean, it's just taking these opportunities and saying, look, we can be all things to all people if we need to. Right. You know, and we've done throw. We've, I mean, we've done the throwback Golden Eagles nights this yeah, year. I wanted that jersey. You know, so this year too. we yeah. we did a jersey with epilepsy. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because people are like, "What's that blue line on there for?" And it's like 
that's the same jersey they wore 25 years ago or 50 right. years ago when they started playing hockey. And it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. you know, it's, we didn't just put a blue in there just for the hack of it. You know? <laughs> right. We're here for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's amazing, and that's just one of those cool things too. And because, and, like, we're talking about it, and as a first responder, like when I go out, we're just now learning stuff about how to deal when when I have an autistic patient. Mm-hmm. Literally, I've been a medics, I, I've been an EMT since '97, and a paramedic since 2001, and literally just got an email in the last six months saying, uh, "Maybe this is something we should look at. Right. Maybe we should figure this part out." Yeah. And there's there have been times where you know you take an epileptic patient and you put them in the back of an ambulance. And the fire engines park behind you, and the lights are still on. And they're, you know, so now I'm in the yeah. back of an ambulance. This just, it's a disco ball, right. basically, right? Yeah. So it, it's funny, and then to mm-hmm. deal with that from the Maverick Center side, to you know, to to make a night where somebody with an autistic child can take their night out and know that all right, we're, they're going to tone it down a little bit, and maybe make it so that right. my kid can actually watch this game. Mm-hmm. They're going to tone the sounds down, or the, or with epilepsy, they're going to tone the flash. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, see, not t- and I didn't realize this, but with the uh, with the autism night, um, we're going to ask fans to bring trinkets to help, you know, earplugs, fidget spinners, you know, sunglasses, uh-huh. because you, each one's a little bit different. So, right. yep. you know, the plan is is we'll create bags that if they show up and it's like, hey, do you have a bag? Yep. And, and it'll have a handful yep. of things in it. That if the child needs something, gets bored or whatever, pull out the fidget spinner, let them, you know, kind of calm down and relax. Put on the sunglasses, put on the ear, you know, earphones, whatever it is, to help them, you know, relax with. Them. I mean, we've got a lady um, bought season tickets, um, and her her son, I believe he's autistic as well, but she sent a, a, an email just praising the staff because you know. They're, you know, they want things a little bit different. He wants his fries double cooked. Oh. And so they go to the same concession stand. That's awesome. But the people in that stand know it. So they see her, they see him, like the fries are already double cooked. (laughs) You know, the the, the fan, the the workers are down there in that area, you know put extra time with him and it might be a puck. Hey, here's a puck. Um, but it just makes the difference. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I got that email and it was an immediate, you know, DL everybody, right. You know, Hey, you know, and th- these are our part, these aren't even full, these are part-time workers that come with us on event nights. And I sent an email, Hey, you know, if you had staff involved, tell them, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of special situations, we kind of joked about it in the elevator, but <laughs> What's going on with Because uh, our take from the fire department stance seems to be a little bit different take than the rest of the population's taken on the coronavirus. And we, our, Western States League just canceled a bunch of games. I saw that up playoffs. in uh, Washington. Yeah. Uh, we just watched, again, my son's a soccer player. I, I try not to hold it against him, but he'll wake up <laughs> early and watch those games. And there was a game with uh, Ronaldo, one of the top players in the world. Is it Ronaldo? That's that's his name, right? I don't. I, it's soccer. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm Lost pretty me. sure it's Ronaldo. Lost me. It's soccer. One of the top players. We'll, in, just, we'll just go with you. One of the top players <laughs> in the world playing a playoff game, and they decided no fans. Yeah. And that was so crazy to watch. They come running out of the the tunnel still, and oh, you're wow. like, no fans. So yeah. you, you can hear you can hear every touch they took on the ball. You could hear the coach talking. You could hear a, a couple times that they swore. 
And it was just like, what a... Just go up to the fourth floor of the Maverick Center. The <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you want an experience to hear what the players are saying? You got to sit upstairs. Yeah, I like sitting upstairs. Yeah. I, I call you every once in a while, like, hey, put me up. Yeah, give, give me some upstairs. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, are you guys? What, so we we are heavily in looking into it. We actually had a, a meeting this morning to kind of go over it. I, I mean, right now it's you know, yeah, it, it's we're status quo. We're always seeing what's going on. Obviously. You know, we're in contact with the league on, hey, you know, yeah. where's the league standpoint right now? Everything's all focused on the CDC. Wash your hands. You know, we've got Purell all over. Yeah, we have it all yeah, over the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's the precautions. You know, yeah. if, you know, on the employee side, hey, you know, if you feel like you're sick, if you've got temperature, stay home. Don't come into work. If you need something done, let us know. Um you know, and, and so right now that that's where it's at. You know, I'd love to say we're going to do a toilet paper giveaway uh, Friday night. <laughs> you would Unfor- sell out. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. Uh, unfortunately, there's no toilet paper to give away. Right. The right. already exactly. gone. Yeah. Uh, that and water Stank bottles. It, yeah, which I so. don't. I don't get. Paper but yeah, right, yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't get that either. Maybe we'll have Grisby uh, just wrap him up in toilet paper <laughs> just as a joke. Um, but we're, I mean, we're we're definitely in talks with the league. We're in talks yeah. with you know what else is going on. And right now, it's hey, you know. If you're sick, don't come to a game. Yeah. You know, if you're an employee, don't come to work. Um, you know, if you do come to a game, you know, wash your hands and that sort of stuff. The beauty is, and we were talking about it, is for the most part, there's no doors to open at the Maverick Center. Yeah, it's true. You know, if, if it's nice outside, we'll have the front doors propped yeah. open. But there's no doors to go into the locker or into the bathroom. You know, so there's 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 that that we don't have to worry about. So yeah. we're we're going to be very cautious. The cleaning crew is obviously making sure we're cleaning things multiple times. Right. Um. You know, we'll have Purell everywhere. Wash your hands. You know, that is the, your arm. That is the one good thing. My wife makes fun of me a little bit, but I am neurotic about washing my hands. Right. I probably wash them twenty, thirty times a day. Yeah. And that's being a paramedic for that long is just right. I I'm to yeah. the point I don't like anything to ever touch my hand. It's even changed how I eat. Like meatball subs, no way. If I, if it's you gonna have a knife and fork, I could do the knife and fork. Yeah. What? <laughs> Come on, man. I, <laughs> it's it's something that happens, and that you see it with paramedics as they start getting older. I'm not I'm not like Howie Mandel bad. I haven't shaved my head, I got, but I am pretty germaphobic, so I do wash my hands a ton. And so I feel well, like I'm we'll pretty make safe. sure to not have meatball sub for you. I feel like I'm pretty we'll, safe. No Garrett, I'll be eating with your freaking hand yeah. just full of it. You'd be like, yeah. knife and fork, please. Dripping down the well, arms. I know, right? <laughs> and you'll see. And 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 that being said, because the thing I get at the Maverick Center all the time, which kills me, because I have I've 100 changed my diet in the past two years. Like I've cut out all all this stuff, but every time I go to a Grizzlies game, I go get the garlic fries. Oh, they're fantastic! But I just eat them with two fingers so that I don't get them anywhere else. Oh my gosh! And Why I won't you start stop wearing gloves or something. I would. Oh, I wear gloves when I cook now. I wear gloves so like I have gloves at home. I have gloves sent at home because I'm a little bit freakish now. But and I would wear them if I could at the Maverick right. Center to eat. But I'll, I'll sit there. But I mean, the thing is, just, I can't stop maybe eating if you ask, and get a drink. Just ask. I probably, I probably can probably get you a pair yeah. if you need. Get a box of yeah, those just, rubber gloves right. that you, you know the guys yeah. barbecue guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we are gonna ha- we'll have those for staff. Yeah, of course. You know, it's not mandated, but if if by chance you, you need it, then yeah. you know we'll have it there. But you know, right now it's it's talked about, and you know, Kevin Bruder made a comment that you're probably not gonna see any you know 
contract wise with concerts and stuff that it uh oh it's not in it's not in a contract so they're gonna probably still play a little bit but i was worried man i was so worried being in vegas and seeing things get canceled when i had spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh-huh. from from my 15 jobs right. on bruno mars tickets yeah. and, well, and, I, and i think and, i think the biggest <laughs> thing I was worried get is the cancellations really not coming from a local it's the travel coming in right yeah. i mean you well, look at vegas well, <laughs> it, well and vegas is everybody's yeah. coming to vegas There's, to see stuff so i mean we're, we're we're cautious we don't want anybody to get sick we don't want you know we don't want to have that problem yeah um but we'll, we'll be careful with it and see and well very good very good. You know, maybe we'll be playing games with nobody in the stands. I I, I don't know that answer. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on how bad this. We'll be there. Heineken virus. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. I'll be there. All right, so. so there'll be three of us Heineken watching. Virus. Before I let you the go. Heineken, the next uh, one? It might be. A Heineken game? What? I don't know. The coronavirus. You know, Corona is paying like they want to yeah. pay all this money to have I, them change the name. I know. I saw it's. Yeah. The coronavirus itself has been around forever. The coronavirus is the same cold virus that you always have. Like you look on the back of your right. Lysol, it says that it fights corona. It's the it's the chain. Right. It's a different chain. So I feel bad for corona, but yeah, you know whatever. Go buy stock. I guess we better support <laughs> somehow. Those guys. Yeah. Right. Is that, it, does General do them? Is that my is that no. a Mike Brennan thing? I don't think so. Well, I then I don't think it is. Then I'm not worried about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. me neither. Mike Brennan supports all the hockey. Well, we support Mike Brennan. Yeah. Whatever Just Mike's got, him. we're good. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. All right. So. Uh, before I let you go, and I we touched on it, but is the AHL still sniffing around a little bit? Can you say yes or no? I mean, I guess you could say it could be, right? <laughs> that was perfect. Actually. You run do, you wanna, do, you, do you want to do you want a politically correct answer? <laughs> I, I mean, I, here's the deal. I knew I'd get a politically um, correct answer. You know, mm-hmm. they very well could be. I mean, obviously. You've talked with Vancouver, right? Yeah. I mean, you've just said that. I still text the GM so, of Vancouver. How so cool is that? I think in that situation, you know, we're happy where we're at. Yeah. Does that mean we do not want the American Hockey No. I mean, the people that think that, I mean, I would say the stance is we're happy where we're at. Hockey is in Utah. Right. If the American Hockey League comes in, you know, we'll talk to them. I mean, and are they talking? There could be talks that I don't know about. Right. Again, I'm only the vice president. I'm not the owner. I'm not the CEO. I'm not the general manager. You know, I'm not a head coach. You know, so there could be talks that I'm not aware about. Um, you know, and when I needed to have some stuff, then they'll come and talk to me about it. You know, I mean, obviously right. the stuff that I oversee with the ticketing. You know, hey, if the American Hockey comes in, you know, we may see a rise in ticket prices to to help offset the costs that come with the American Hockey League. I'll probably be involved in that. Yeah. Um, you know, from a fan standpoint, again, I would love to see the American Hockey League here. Yeah. You know, and, and I think and I think there's a lot of things you can look at, right? The American Hockey League, you know, we have current control of our players. Right. In the American Hockey League. Ish. Ish. Well, yeah, ish. We've lost seven True. in the last. We, we have yeah. lost a lot. Um but it, you know, on the American Hockey League front, you know, it's it's all up to the NHL team. Right. You know, I look back, you know, our years in the AHL, it was fun to see, you know, John Erskine, Trevor Daly, Steve Ott, see, yeah. you know, see these guys play here, and then the next night you watch them on TV. Yep. Well, that's a lot of fun. Our winning percentage is better in the where we're currently sitting than where we were. Yeah. Um, but you've got the goods and bads and all in. So if they come in, yeah. You could also you know, tell. There, there, I, I would say, and this is just my own personal opinion. I do not see 
another hockey team coming in and playing downtown. I just don't. That means you're going to have 36 games, and you. So you're telling me that the Jazz are going to give up some of their prime dates, right, for a hockey team? I have a hard time with that. They're yeah. going to get. They're going to give up prime dates for a concert because that concert is going to bring them potentially quite a bit more money or a good amount of money, right? But bringing in, you know, so to, to say, you know, you were talking about, oh, they could go downtown. I just, I have, well, a, I, I have, I, I have they, a hard time. With I know that. they looked at it, and the, and the main thing that they didn't go for was they weren't, and I don't want to violate any trust they have. With Vancouver, I don't either. I don't either. I, so I'm going to be so politically correct. I, I get, <laughs> yeah. But good I know call, I, yeah. I know Vancouver looked at at, at uh, Vivint, and I know the I know that Vivint was like, yeah, you could come here, and they talked about dates, and they said, all right, well, where are we going to practice? What's going to be our home rink? Because they can't practice there, no, because the Jazz are going to be there, and Concerts Celine Dion's going to be yeah. there, and Days of Forty Seven. Well, that's off season, but you get that. You get what I'm talking about, right? But they couldn't figure out where to practice. Where the, and I said, well, I'm pretty sure, and I, this is going to make a lot of people mad, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Acord, you could boot the outliers for the right amount of money. And they said, well, where's the Acord? We didn't hear about that one. And I said, and plus Steiner's right up the street. So I, the guy, they, I texted them an entire list of what we had, what, right. what was there, and what kind of facilities they have. And it, it looked like that could have been an option. Now, we talked about, and this is speculation again, we talked about Elmore being a businessman, and we talked about NHL teams saying, hey, this is an investment for us. They're not going to come in and partner with Elmore. They're going to say, hey, you're 80. Do you want to retire? Here's a, here's a few million dollars. We'll just take everything. And so they wouldn't be – it wouldn't be a partnership with Elmore. They'd be buying them out. Right. See, and I'll tell you now, if that's the situation, yeah. do I have a job? I'm, I have a job with the Elmores. Right. Right? If Elmore's – Hypothetically, to speculate, if they were to leave, my job is no longer. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go fight for my job now, and that's if they're not bringing a front office with them and saying, "Okay, the front office now we're going to put them here because they're going to bring a team from somewhere right. that has staff." Right. So, do I have a job? I don't know. I can't guarantee it. So now I now I worry. Now I, I don't want the American Hockey League in town because I, I want I want I want a <laughs> job in hockey, right? Yeah. I get Jay that. can work that into the yeah. deal well, for you. See, yeah, I don't know. Please, Jay. I, I'm Come pretty on. sure my e-bug days would be over. Oh, 100%. Although Calgary's <laughs> kind of screwed those up for me anyway. Yeah. I, or not Calgary. Uh, Colorado's oh. kind of screwed those up for me a little yeah. bit anyway, carrying three goalies. But I did get a few days this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and part of that is is I, I've been kind of watching to see what happened in Vegas with them bringing San Antonio here to see how what happened there. Did they bring the entire front office with them and – of course, they're just down the street too. So, do they have people sell both tickets? Because remember, the Jazz were doing that with the Bees for a mm-hmm. while. The Jazz were like, "Hey, they still do kind of have that in certain aspects." Yeah, Steve Johnson's got to sell both. He's uh, sponsorship wise, tickets. he's doing well. He's doing sponsorships for both. See, we don't even do that in this building. Every radio station sells our own stuff here. Right. Yeah. I think that's crazy. So, yeah. anyway, I kind of watch it. I don't want you to not have a job. I want the AHL here. I want you to still be. Right. I still want you to be the vice president. And I, and I would love to stay that because I still need to text you for free tickets. <laughs> yeah, right. You need tickets so, so you can come to the game. Look, I like you, and I want you to put food on the table for your kids. But right. You're also my ticket source. Right. So you got to stay. Right. So um, that's the I'll, thing. I'm right? gonna text I mean, the GM right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, but that's the that that's the speculation. <laughs> As I've yeah. talked to different people, right? Yeah, yeah. And say, hey, you know, I'd love to have them, but you know, 
if they come in and, and Elmore does leave, the yep. hockey team leaves that way there, okay, and then now where am I? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I worry about my own personal just, you know, I want to stay in Utah. You don't want to raise your kids in Utica? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> no, I, I'd rather I, – I like, I like Utah. I like, the, I the, you know, what's happening here. You I know, I, ha- I know a lot of people play hockey here. We do a lot yeah. of fun stuff. So, for me, it's that, okay – do I have a job? And there are certain people, it's like, oh, yeah, well, hopefully. You know, you should. And it's like, well, I should, but yeah. w- what if? I mean, what if they say, hey, we're going to bring them in. You're gonna, you know, We're going to give you a, a year or two years to, to test the waters, and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. Now I'm going to bring, you know, you're out, and I'm going to bring somebody else in. Now I might be knocking the door saying, hey, can I – can I sell for KSL or sell for the right. Arrow or something? You know, you're always welcome. I mean, <laughs> you're always welcome. I definitely don't have the voice that Gary Michaels wow. has, um, and you what? can't call me the G Man because I'm not the G Man. Yeah, you no. know, so I, who knows what the I'll Jared be doing? Man. The Jared Man. I'm a young man. I'd just be the young man. Yeah, yeah I like it. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I don't. Who knows? I, I, mean, I know, and and you know, there's there's to take the speculation to the next step. Uh, Calgary, the Stockton Heat did not renew with the building that Correct. they're in. We know that. Correct. Uh, there were already rumors of okay, well, and I'm just I'm just feeding the flame here. I know this isn't right. I know this is, but the the ECHL in Utica would be stronger because a cheaper budget for to play all the teams that Correct. are over there. Yeah. So it could be just a flop. If 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 it was Vancouver, it would be a flop. Grizzlies play. They're the Utica Grizzlies. The Comets are here next year. And then, or if it's Calgary, Stockton's already out of the building anyway. They're not 100% sure where they're going to play. So I'm just throwing that out there so the more people download the episode. Right. And that's fine. Hey, and I'm all, <laughs> hey, I'm all for, I'm all for speculation. Sure. You know, um, but the, the, the rumors of, hey, we're, we're being sold, we're gone. There, there are no rumors, right? I mean, Dave Elmore has his team here and we're here for good. Perfect. You know, yep. um, hockey will be in Utah. Is it the ECHL? Is it the America? Who knows? You know, and, and team, you look at it too. I mean, going back to Vegas, right? They first came into town. They're talking AHL, and everybody's like, ah, Utah, Utah. And they they said Salt Lake City. Yeah. It wasn't us saying, hey, come to Salt Lake City. They said Salt Lake City. Right. But they had that plan of, hey, we're going to go five years. Now, Seattle, they're starting American Hockey League the same year. That's if that's what they want, great. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Is you that know. building going to be done? And it better be. What's that building? Um, <laughs> in Palm, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Could not remember. So yeah. I mean, in that situation, and, and there were fans or you know hockey people that were upset that they didn't bring. We didn't have a say. Right. They didn't. I mean, it was Bill Foley, who's the owner. There was there you know, Bill Foley. Yep. They made the decision. To keep the team there, yeah. and it could be because Vegas supports that team, and oh, so man. do they look at it as, yeah. "Hey, here's where it's at." You know, I mean, I know uh, Kevin was talking with uh, Jared Bednar, the head coach of the Avalanche, yeah. about you know how great it is to say, "Hey, we're going to call somebody up, and they're up, they're there in an hour's drive, a thirty minutes drive." Yeah, same thing has happened in Vegas. Well, they could be, you know, st- they, yeah, they could stay in the same, you know. Now it's neighborhood, and and they will be yeah. in a way. I mean, once they build the new rink in what Henderson, yeah, it'll yeah. be a little bit different. But I mean, we're always open. You yeah. know, I mean, again, there's probably calls that that I'm, no, I'm not aware of, um, but I do know that 
Dave's not stuck in the ECHL. Dave is a sports guy. He wants to be where the best can be. But, again, he's a business guy, and he wants to take care of business. Can't go bankrupt just to support it. All right, so, okay, we're running kind of long. So this is what this is what I want to finish on. And I, it's the same for my podcast. So when I when when we pitched this podcast, Gary and I wanted to do a podcast. I went in and I tell the sales lady, I'm like, hey, I want to do a podcast. <laughs> She's like, that's funny because I've been wanting to do a podcast. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Well, the head of sales wants us to do a podcast. So we went and we sat down and we had a meeting. And I had this long list of everything that I'd cover. I'm like, I talk about the Grizzlies. I talk about local high school. I talk about this and this. And the then the other head of sales is like, no, nah, this is a passion product. There's not a, <laughs> right. there's, not a there's not enough support. Right. right. Yep. And so we've been we've been impressed with the support we get, but we also don't like we go to certain companies and they're like, ah, you know, I say I support hockey, but I don't really want to financially support hockey or a podcast or whatever. Because think about it, nobody listens to this podcast that's not a hockey fan. So if you want hockey fans, here it is. Right. And but we get the same thing. We get a little bit of pushback on sponsors, and uh, it's the same thing that's going on with the Grizzlies. They're like, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I want to wait. I want to wait. I want to wait. Well, how long have the Grizzlies been in Utah? Twenty. Next year is twenty-five years. And how long have they been in the ECHL? Since two thousand six, seven, I think was the first year. Or so five, six. So it's it's been a while. So my plea is this: if you are a hockey fan, then be a hockey fan. And I, I just I'm I'm sad when I see the negative comments about about hockey and maybe I don't see a hundred percent of the picture and that's fine. You can be a hockey fan and be mad about the ECHL. Or you can be a hockey fan and be mad about my podcast or whatever I say or whatever I write. And you can be bad. Gary, you need to take some of the heat sometimes too. though. Okay, man, I'm going to try and work <laughs> so, on that for you. But, but at least be, at least support it so that whatever it yeah. is, you want to make it better, go and support it yeah. and, and support it by showing up, go to the building, buy the jerseys, be a fan and help us make everything here better for hockey. Right. Help the Utah Grizzlies. I mean, help the Ogden Mustangs. Again, help the. You want to uh, speculate? Like, let's, let's speculate. Let's hypothetically say that our attendance gets back to where it was in the I days. Yeah, our average is eight, nine thousand every night. Yeah, or Fridays and Saturdays, and your Wednesdays is you know five or six. If the flood of money is potentially there and the AHL comes calling and says, hey, here's the cost. Okay, let's just hypothetically call it we need $1.3 million. Yeah. Okay, 1.5. We'll make it an even number. 1.5. Well, if the money's there and it's like, well, that's a no-brainer Yeah. compared to, well – Oh, we've got to do this. We, you know, maybe we don't have to incre- increase ticket prices. Ticket prices stay where they're at because we're, the money's already being we're, – we're there. Yeah, economies of skill. Econ- right? yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So, I mean, you could speculate and say, hey, again, I don't think it has to be season ticket holders. Okay? If I – would I have season tickets? I, I don't know. Now, the benefits of season tickets with the unused ticket exchange and the free parking and all those things, yeah, I, I would buy them. But we don't – we've got – small mini plan packages. We have group packages. I mean, right. I've got guys that are, I mean, you're a hockey guy. I mean, you're bringing groups to us. You're helping us right. in your way to do it. You know, I mean. Got the so, local. The union's, right. the union's right. coming. All right. So, I mean, so those are the different things that I think we look at and say, hey, you can still come. And, so, and I think most of these guys that, that complain probably do support in certain aspects of it. Um, 
and again, we're all going to have our own opinions of what it is. Right. You know, absolutely. To me, I get people that, hey, you know, it's Elmore this, Elmore, you know, I'm with Elmore day in and day out. I've been a part of the Elmore Sports Group since 1999. Um, You know, I've seen all sorts of guys come and go. I mean, Tim Mauser obviously was on air and, you know, loved him to death. Um, And and he taught me a lot of of things that that I'm doing now. Um, But Elmore does care. If he didn't care, I mean, the guy's, yeah, he's getting older. Right. Why not just sell it off and... Right. And and go retire and do what you want to do. No, he's very involved in the hockey organization and in the baseball teams he owns. He's got travel. I mean, he's he's a bit. He owns a lot of business. He's doing a lot of things. Yeah, he does care about hockey in Utah. Yeah, he's you know? he's a busy guy. Yeah. I'm sure. He, he, like, oh yeah. Why well, still guys here. like guys like that just need to keep ticking and they love all the things they're involved right. in. I get that. Right. All right. So I it just like you say, embrace the Colorado uh, model, like what the Eagles did. They started at the bottom, and now they're at the top. Right. And I, I just think that's when when people ask about it. I said that's how it's got to be. The fans got to embrace it. They got to go out. They got to just get fully involved in it. Right. And that's that's how it's going to be. Yep. Right. Get the family and head out to a game. Yeah, it's the same. It's like just a little bit more than going to a movie. I think most nights it's the same as going. To, you can get tickets that are about the same price bucks. as a movie. You can get ten bucks yeah. in certain spots. You can get less. It depends and, on what's going on. And those are my my seats. I like to be back a little bit more, and so I get those. Ten dollars seats and yeah. sit back a little bit more, right. and that way I can take in the entire game. I know some people; it's definitely a different experience when you're up against you're well, on the glass. Every seat's going to give you a different experience. Yeah, this is the same sitting with row one, yep. sitting halfway up, sitting up in the top. I mean, yeah. again, you sit upstairs at the right game, you'll hear the players chatter back and forth. Yeah, you, you're going to hear it, and that's fun. And I it's mean, not, hey, it's this not Friday you're going to come and see Finn on ice. You know, in that's Russian, right, man. right? That's right. That's, that's right. right. You Goal might see. You might. You might see. Gary Michaels walking around the concourse. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I'll get be a, there. Get an autograph from yeah. the G-Man. Finn to win. Finn to win. All right, Jared. I, I just want to thank you for coming out and Thanks for uh, having and, me, guys. And taking the yeah, time, man. and if, I, I hope nobody feels like we bashed on them. I just felt like this was an episode I've been I've been really wanting to put together, and I was just I was hoping you'd be, you know, honest and forthcoming. You're always honest and forthcoming. I just know there's not a lot of stuff that you can. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'll give and you what, I'll give you what I can, but and that's why I don't yeah, mind. Man. Oh, and I wanted to plug this too because and. I, and Every once in a while, I'll get a text from Jared being like, hey, will you rain Phil in a little bit? Because <laughs> Phil Snyder goes off, and he'll he'll chirp at somebody online or chirp about something, and he's got— I love Phil. Yeah, he's Phil he's has awesome. zero filter. <laughs> right. Zero he's filter. Drummer, man. He's a drummer. But the cool thing about Phil, and I have it on my phone, is you guys are going to do— an American Hitman goal song or they a song? We're, we're in talks with uh so we asked them, you know, early in this early in the year, um and obviously they've been out touring and busy. So yeah. they finally got together. I says, Hey, can you give me a give me a goal song? Can you yeah. put a goal song together? That's cool. Um it's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, heard it. It's I'm all, not sure if we're so gonna good. have it by yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um but I know that I mean what he sent me was it's it's sweet. So we yeah. just got to f- do a few little touches and things to it to figure out how to make it work. But it uh, it'll be the new goal song for the Utah Grizzlies. They're so team, talented so. too that, cool. because that's, that's uh, for great. those that don't know yeah. American Hitman. That's our theme song that you heard at the beginning and that you'll hear in just a second because we're about done. So we're looking forward uh, games Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, seven o'clock. Saturday afternoon, come watch some uh, local military guys facing off each other, and then Sunday. One o'clock. Sunday, one o'clock. Awesome. We'll be there. Church church at one o'clock. 
Perfect. Yeah. Lo- those are those it'll, are my it'll be probably gifts. about a two and a half three hour church. People are used to this. What now? Two o'clock or something like that. I have no idea. Perfect. The only church I go to is when the Grizzlies have church. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Grizzlies have church two and a half hour. It'll be yep. perfect. Yeah, I'll be up there eating the garlic fries with my dainty fingers. Yes. <laughs> All right, that is it. We're out. That's the Utah Puck Report.